This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We come to eighth time. Let's get the work in, man. Let's go. Great day. Great day. Oh, give me some juice, baby! Oh, yeah! Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Friday to all of you. We made it. End of the week. Combine week, still popping. Going to be going for the next couple days. Good to be with you. Uh, I'm Sean Pendergast. He is Seth Payne. We're with you till 10 a.m. How are we doing this morning? You ready? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, Yeah, that's uh, all this this chubby eye candy that you see (laughs) at the Combine. Your people. Your people running yesterday. The defensive linemen. I I wasn't able to sit down and you know just kind of veg out and watch combine stuff all afternoon. No, but I did see that Byron Murphy was uh, impressive as would be expected. Yeah, and uh, enough that enough so that I think people are really thinking. Okay, Byron Murphy, the defensive out of ta- defensive tackle out of Texas, uh, in some mock drafts was falling down to like around the Texans yeah. territory. Yeah, that people are over. guessing probably not at this point. <laughs> that yeah. dream ended yesterday. <laughs> Four eight eight forty for uh, Byron Murphy yesterday, and I know that it's a forty yard dash for a defensive tackle and whatever. But boy, he sure did look athletic running that thing, man. Yeah, you know, some of it is like not the actual time, but the the explosiveness the when they're running. Yeah. You can kind of just see the some guys just have pent up explosiveness yeah. with every step. And Byron Murphy is that kind of guy. It's like you you feel like all oh, at any at any given moment he could just uh, if if somebody rolled out a. a a backboard and a basket right yeah. next to the 40. He could just jump up and dunk it on his way to the finish line. I'm curious if where you were yesterday afternoon, if you felt Tavondre Sweat running the 40. Did the tremors hit where you were sitting yesterday afternoon? What time What time did he end up It having? was probably, uh, I forget, he ran like a 5.02 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, dude, I watched it. Like that, yeah. he's 300, he's almost 370 pounds. And and so look, it doesn't look like a running back or a defensive end. Like it didn't look like Will Anderson running it or anything like that. But holy smokes, like he was he was uh, he was picking him up and putting him down, man. It's a five a five two seven forty. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, I knew it was a five something. 
Um, that's, uh, that's run stuff for territory, but for him, like he's just so big. It's yeah. not, the forty's not going to be a big deal. For no, him. <laughs> I thought he like wow, wow, he, man, he looks he looks pretty athletic for a big dude. He's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so many freaks like the both the dudes that are up in Philadelphia out of Georgia now. Yeah, and uh, yeah. like so many guys, so many really really large guys running sub five forties. Crazy. And, and look, I, I mean, part of it is they just they train for it from the time they're underclassmen in high school that's now. true so it's a little bit of it's deceptive yeah like davis mills had a four five forty supposedly yeah. and, I'd, and i would just love to see when that's ever showed up on the football field because i've yet to see it uh, and yet uh, there it is i blame pep hamilton for not using davis mills legs more in 2022 clearly there was athleticism left on the table with davis mills being sarcastic who's the damn who's the damn uh, who's the other quarterback oh driscoll yeah, supposedly so athletic. Too. Cat. Yeah, yeah, just because he can run straight ahead. Yeah. Track athletes are different. That's where the forty gets a really bad rap. Is that some of the guys that are good at it? Like they're they're just track athletes. They're really good at running straight ahead. Yeah. In football, there tends to be much more zigging and zagging yep. than that. We got yeah. some uh, we got some good nuggets from the combine yesterday that are Texans related. We'll get into um, in the next segment. I guess the big Texans news yesterday, Seth, uh, and not a huge surprise. Um, if we were predicting. At the end of the season, news items we would see within the first few weeks after the season's over. I would have definitely had Laramie Tunsil knee surgery on my bingo card Mm -hmm. based on what happened this season. But um, we know that Laramie missed a few games early in the year and then um, missed Wednesday practice every week because of knee soreness. Um, Played through it, played well, made a Pro Bowl. Um, It was a good year for Laramie Tunsil on the field. Uh, he did have knee surgery. Full recovery expected. Full recovery expected, but uh, he did. He has had knee surgery uh, recently. I guess. Yeah, it's so Wilson. hard. I, like I have such a hard time knowing what to make of it when all you hear is knee surgery because that could be anything from just cleaning out some loose bodies to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had to repair three torn ligaments. Yeah, or there, there's plenty like, of guys that get knee surgery that weren't on the injury report at all all season long, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you just get cleaned up. So whatever, like maybe it was a meniscus or something or a MCL, like something obviously that he could play with. So the fact that he could play with it makes it feel like okay, it probably wasn't that big a deal. Sometimes though, it could be. If you think of like Jordan. Remember Jordan had those two partially torn patellar tendons. That's kind of a tough rehab off of those injuries so it just because he could play through it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a slam dunk straightforward simple recovery yeah and we'll just I, I the hard part too will be monitoring it because I don't know if Laramie planned on taking any reps in mini camp or training camp even if he was completely healthy mm, so yeah, we're, I, not, we're not really going to be able to know exactly history tells us is. history tells us yeah uh, none of, not, nobody was going to be out there if we had no news of this knee surgery and Laramie wasn't out there practicing day one I it might not have even been reported in the paper yeah just been like oh okay that, that's that's, that's um That'll be a that'll be actually probably a fairly big storyline I would imagine going into training camp. Not not so much Laramie's health because this sounds it sounds pretty minor based on the report cleanup of an issue. But Titus Howard is going to be coming off a pretty major knee injury. Like is he, you know is he going to be ready to go for camp? We have no idea what Kenyon Green's even going to look like when camp gets here. Like we haven't seen him in forever. He, yeah, he, he might he, be completely reconstructed. That's what I'm saying. Like he might be like Darth Vader, like a robot version of his former self with. You know, artificial limbs and a breathing apparatus, really good use of the force, you know, for uh, <laughs> to, cho- to, to force choke defensive linemen. Um, but, like, 
that's three-fifths of the planned offensive line right there. You know, and there's Juice Scruggs, who was injured for a lot of this season and is probably your starting center next year. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll figure out that Titus had sleep apnea or something. You know, <sighs> he'll come back with a better body composition. Not Titus. Um, Kenyon? Kenyon. Yeah. Uh, maybe a better body composition. Maybe his fastball will increase by, by five miles per hour. Do they sleep test you guys? Uh, not, I don't know. They probably do by now. I mean, I mean like I, everybody knows so much, uh, like how, how important it is compared to what it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. Josh, like I wonder, yeah, I wonder like with Josh James for the Astros when he, remember he fixed his sleep apnea Yeah, and he ended up gaining a whole bunch of velocity on his <laughs> He fastball. did. He did. And <laughs> he turned into well, a fireballer. There, there was another, well, one of my, the former Texans linebacker, Danny Clark, when he was a rookie, I was with him in Jacksonville when he was a rookie. And he was just a mess. Couldn't stay awake in meetings. His coach, Steve uh, Sable, was this old Naval Academy guy who was just hardcore and hated Danny. Hated him because Danny was always falling asleep. Danny got, turned out, got diagnosed with sleep apnea and like it changed him completely. Yeah. All of a sudden, he was just like every coach's dream. He was doing everything, flying around and everything. So, you know, like there, are, there is little stuff like that that, uh, that that can make a big difference with guys. Yeah, they should sleep test everybody, man. Makes a, it makes a huge difference. This, this is not a Dr. Ben Salento live read. I'm, I'm legitimately curious. Yeah, I'd honestly, I'd be surprised if they don't by now. Yeah, anymore. by now, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah that, that that's what I'm wondering. Um, so a uh, text message: show a healthy line, maybe Tunsil, Kendrick Green, Juice, Kenyon Green. And Titus. No, Shaq Mason signed up for three years, pal. Shaq Mason is in our lives for a long, long time. They, I mean, they, they are pot committed to this group of offensive linemen. That's why I think the health of that group is going to be a major, major storyline heading into next season. What's the, what was the text? Uh, they were going left to right on the, what they thought the offensive line would be. Tunsil, yeah. Kendrick Green, Juice, Kenyon Green, and Titus. Okay. They were just from, oh, okay. They just yeah, left Shaq no. Mason out. Shaq Mason is yeah, going to be your right guard. Yeah, there's no way in hell Shaq Mason's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got- Kendrick Green, I honestly, Kendrick Green played better at guard than I thought he would based on how just incredibly bad he was at center for the Steelers. I still, I'm still skeptical that he can be a full-time guard just because of just his body type. And, and, now, and it's not like he's particularly small or anything. He just doesn't look right there. But... I, I look. He still was. He was way better, and I might be still completely wrong about his ability to play guard long term. But it also might be as simple as man. He's he could be a lot better in more of a zone based scheme where yeah. athleticism is a premium, and maybe he ends up competing with Juice Scruggs for that center spot. And and I might be completely wrong, and maybe he ends up being maybe a good sucks. guard. Yeah. But I yeah I would guess I my betting favorite right now would actually be Patterson at left guard. Yeah, he was pretty good last year at center. Yeah, that'd be something, man. If you found two offensive lines, if the this this rookie class, like health, is what wound up getting them, but pretty much all of them when they got on the field looked pretty good. You know, I mean, obviously, I mean, CJ and Will were rookie of the year, but um, but when Juice got out there, you know, for the time he got out there, like I feel yeah. like as a second round pick, I'm like, all right, he, it looks like there's something there. I think Tank Dell is going to way overachieve being a third round pick. I, although we get a lot of people texting us about Dylan Horton, I there are no updates on Dylan Horton. He left midseason with a health issue of some sort, and it's, yeah, it, yeah, it was just kind of a it was a was it a health issue? Or it, was, was it was a non football injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, we have zero clear updates on that. And usually, pretty much like when somebody leaves with a personal issue, the nobody really presses for details. Right. It just feels like it's all right. That's that's 
We're not getting into the tabloid business unless you really thrust yourself into the tabloid business. I have no idea what it might be. But he was in the rotation, and you know he yeah. he he would pop, he would flash every now and then. Um, you know, I think Toa Toa is going to be a special teams guy and a backup linebacker, which for a fifth round pick is pretty good. And yeah. they might have found a starting interior lineman in Jared Patterson in the sixth round. Like that's health is the only thing that really dogged this rookie class this year. It was a good class. Dylan Horton was getting about like 10 snaps per game. Yeah. And it just seemed like every now and then, yeah, I'd be like, who's number 92 again? Oh, yeah, yep. Dylan Horton. Like he would show up, um, but then he wasn't – he was inconsistent in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. He's only had his hand in the dirt for a while. Like, he was – remember, he was a safety in high school, moved to linebacker, then he transferred, and then it was like his senior year or his last year when he finally put his hand in the dirt and was learning how to be a genuine defensive lineman. So – I, I put more stock in the times that he flashed positively than I worry about the times where he looked like a rookie. So I, yeah, it's just I, I, I hope he's fine with whatever might be affecting him and he's back because he he definitely shows some problems. He's a big dude too. Yeah, like he is a he could go and he could play tackle on mm. pass downs for sure. He can play end. I, I I really like his potential upside. All right, there were things that happened at the combine yesterday. One. I thought we got a great example of why C.J. Stroud is a walking advertisement to come to the Houston Texans. Two, we got an example of what not to do when you step in front of a microphone at the Combine. There had to be an agent somewhere pulling his hair out yesterday at one of his clients at the Combine. At least in my opinion. Seth's got a big smile on his face. I, yeah. <laughs> Are you with me on this? I'm going to have people angry at me after this one. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. All right. A certain portion of our audience is going to be angry at me. All right. Good. Well, that's a good tease right there. So we'll get into it. Nuggets from the Combine that affect the Texans and others uh, coming up next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, nuggets from the Combine. Good nuggets yesterday from the Combine. Let's start with Cade Stover, the tight end from Ohio State, who has spoken with the Texans. Texans have spoken with a ton of guys. It feels like mostly guys on the defensive side is what I'm seeing on social media, but I don't have a full list. But it just feels like everyone that pops up on my X.com timeline is a defensive lineman, a linebacker, or a cornerback right now. Well, I think part of that is just because that's who's there. Like they're, they're, they have to meet oh, those yeah, guys yeah, first. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good point, yeah. good point. Those that's, guys showed up first. That's true. It's all staggered, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, that said, I think that is where they're – I think they're going to be looking heavy on defense in the draft for sure. Um, yeah. I think they're looking at everything probably other well, than quarterback and offensive line. Yeah, but, I mean, we learned this lesson last year. Last year, D'Amico said they were going to take a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, nobody believed him. They took a quarterback. Uh, this year, he said the day after the season – that they're going to invest resources in the defensive line. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Um, I mean, either free agency or the draft, one or the other. Yep. Now, tight end, I think tight end is a position they could they could draft somebody. Kate Stover played with C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. Take a listen to this. This is a former C.J. Stroud teammate being asked about, have you met with the Texans yet? Yeah, I met with them last night. Uh, another unbelievable meeting. Uh it means so much to go back with CJ. I mean, we were captains together two years ago, and I mean, he was from Rancho Cucamonga, California, and I'm from Mansfield, Ohio, polar opposite sides of the world. And, but I, I couldn't tell you how, how much respect and how close I really was with that guy just for his pure knack of wanting to win and my pure knack of wanting to win. Uh, I'd love nothing more than to go reunite with him. There you go. You know what, too, Sean? This would be uh, – it, it would feel right because he's a – defensive end converted to tight end the Texans have had good luck with a tight end converted to defensive end in JJ Watt yeah so I I feel like it just it's meant to be new era completes the circle or something circle of life is what that's called yes that's what it is circle of life um I watched a little bit of him after the press conference yesterday watched some of the video I mean he's he looks good. I mean, there's like the pass catchers in Ohio State's offense all look really, really good. You know. Yeah, yeah, and he's not much of a blocker whatsoever. No, no. Which that's a. Uh, I, I almost. I don't like nobody gets emotional about that anymore. Just it is what it is. There's about there's about four different tight end positions anymore. Yeah. And uh, he's not the inline blocker one. Whichever, yeah. whatever you call him, whichever letter you call him in your system, he's not that guy. Right. Um. Taylor Owens is a safety from Texas Tech. Now, we don't have the audio of this because every bit of audio from the Combine for this particular cut and several others, if you're not a headliner player, then you do these off-to-the-side media sessions where there's like six other players doing a media session nearby. So it's really all the audio that pops up is like seven different voices talking. Um, And it's really a shame because this if I could have chosen one clip from yesterday to get clean audio from, it would have been this one. Yeah, this one is from, uh, I think his name's Brent Sobleski, interviewed, interviewed Taylor Owens. He asked this question? He asked the question. Okay. Uh, for some, I, think, yeah, I guess he had a re- reason to ask him about maybe how Taylor Owens feels about the space. universe. Yeah, about space. Yeah, I don't, it was space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Owens, this was Owens' response. Okay. Do you want to read it in an like in a, in a English gentleman's I, I, accent? I, I, I don't know. I don't like want to distract. Like a, pro, like a wanna, professor of... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want okay. to distract from the content of what of how right. ridiculous this is. This is, what, this is what Owen said. Everybody just try to pay attention and follow along. We know that flat earthers have become a thing annoyingly in the last few years. Yeah. He takes it even further. Yeah. I don't believe in space. I'm real religious. So I think like we're in a room not, right now. 
I don't think there's other planets and stuff like that. I don't know. Sobleski okay. asked him, what led you to that point to believe that? I really, I used to believe in the heliocentric thing. Like, we used to revolve around the Earth and sun and stuff. But then, like, I started seeing flat Earth stuff, and I was like, this is kind of interesting. And they started bringing up valid points and stuff. I mean, could be real, couldn't be. Know what I'm saying? Okay. So- I got to tell you, honestly, I got a lot of respect for taking it, taking it out to the... Even taking it further and saying, like, no, 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 the planets are bogus, planets. too, in space in general. Uh, there can't... <laughs> All right. I, this is what I don't understand. All right. Okay, fine, fine. I've, look, I'll even spot you that uh, the, if you want to say that the, the sun revolves or rotates around the earth or, or what have you. Yeah. Like, I don't, what's between the sun and earth? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> He doesn't believe in space, Sean. I know, I know. He doesn't believe in space. All I could think of is, like, Taylor Owen's agent is walking around the Combine probably. Like, like I'm assuming, like, his agent has several people there. I don't know if he was standing there watching it. If he was standing Uh, there watching it, it's probably like, he's... Dude, that's like that's like sitting looking at the stock market and just watching, like, getting news on a stock of yours. Like, oh, no, no. For securities fraud. Uh No, it's not a big deal. It, no, it honestly really isn't. Like, I, I'd be nervous about him getting on my school board, but as far as, like, in an NFL locker room, yeah, um, he will get less blowback. Like, he'll get people want to get in arguments with him and everything, but he'll get far less blowback than I, I used to for um, claiming that yeah. the Earth was older than 6,000 oh, years Oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah. yeah, like, that guy, I was met with downright, uh, like, anger uh, and... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, I don't know. Talk of perhaps uh, ostracizing me or whatever for yeah, having that belief. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't think it's it'll be funny. It was kind of like uh, remember DJ Reader doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Um, I forgot like, about yeah, that, but yes. yeah, JJ Watt kind of teased them and made fun of them about it. But it wasn't it wasn't a uh, DJ Reader still a good football. Okay, player. all right. So Taylor, yeah. Taylor, and I have no idea where Taylor Owens is on the you know like on the big board. He's good enough to be at the yeah. combine. So he's draftable, obviously. I have no idea how good a player he is. Um, help me out on the text page. Is this is this a, is this like a, a day two pick that just torpedoed himself, and now he's going to go in the sixth round because he thinks that outer space I, doesn't exist? Sean, I'm 100% telling you, like you're not listening to me. It's not going to matter. Yeah, it 100% will not matter. Yeah, like not a single little bit. Yeah. Um, and what a that was that was a, that was a moment yesterday. Okay, but I got but. If you if you uh you were in an NFL locker room, if you say so, I believe you. Um, I, it might matter with some teams, but I'm yeah. not. It's like there's lots of would guys. Matter on my team. Just, yeah, I, yeah okay. the, if they if we had YouTube back in my day, then there would have been a lot of Taylor Owens around. They Probably seen a nice flash. Yeah, that's video. true. That, that that's like, true. Yeah, makes yeah. sense, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't teach me this in school. They didn't. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess. Guess not. Yeah. <laughs> um, Byron Murphy. We talked about him in the open. He's a defensive tackle that would be a great fit for the Texans. Ran a four eight eight forty. So he's somebody that um, if you're a Texan fan looking to get him at twenty three, we should dig into some of these Cody Stutes nuggets here. These are pretty good. Cody was on with the midday guys yesterday. Um, I had him on my podcast yesterday on the Utopia podcast. He's been in Indianapolis all week. He's obviously been chatting with a lot of people. Um, Byron Murphy. One of the very first nuggets he has in there. Is he said he talked to multiple draft analysts that think that Byron Murphy uh, would be perfect for the Texans, but won't get close to the Texans 
at 23, yeah. uh, according to at least one of the guys he talked to. Like, he's, he ain't going to last till 23, Byron Murphy. By- Byron Murphy, the, the biggest knock against him would be his height, right? Because he's six foot and a half, six foot one, whatever he measures out at this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I, I made a comparison to Ed Oliver yesterday just because it's an, it's an easy one to visualize because Ed Oliver is shorter as well. And, and Ed Oliver is really explosive. I think the difference is with Byron Murphy. I, Byron Murphy already uses his hands better than Ed Oliver did. Both of them kind of, though, can get away with not using their arms at all in college because they're so athletic and they're yeah. so stout mm-hmm. that people just kind of bounce off of them. So there's times where Byron Murphy will have some nice plays, and I look at him like, okay, well, in the NFL, you'd have to clean that up and you'd have to be using much better technique and everything. But he's got plenty of examples of plays where he does use really good technique. And I, I would put him like somewhere between – Ed Oliver and Aaron Donald mm-hmm. when it comes to short, stout, but super athletic defensive linemen. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's got that element. I remember with Aaron Donald, I went back. I was working on some project last year, and I went back and watched a bunch of Aaron Donald at Pitt. And I just, like, I ended up wasting, like, two extra hours just watching Aaron Donald as a college player because you watched him, and he was a little bit pudgier. He hadn't gotten he all rocked up yet. Yes. And he totally, he was so strong. Like, you could see if he had chosen to – he could have been like a, he could have been a three hundred fifty pound nose tackle him in just fine mm-hmm. because he's so thick and strong and and just has such a solid base and he's athletic enough like to be a three hundred fifty pound player you actually have to be super athletic because it's going to slow you down like you got to be fast enough that that extra fifty pounds of fat doesn't slow you down too much like he would have been fine or he could have like gotten even like leaner than he is now and been like John Randall or something mm-hmm. um, and I, I feel like there's a little bit of that with Byron Murphy. I think, yeah, there's going to be a, there's going to be somebody in the top fifteen that falls in love with him and just yeah. thinks and kind of closes his eyes and sees either Aaron Donald or a little bit of John Randall mixed in there and, uh, and 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 says, all right, yeah, this is the kind of guy I got to have on my football team. Yeah, um, Cody says uh, Cody Stutes, uh, who you can uh, you can get at after him at Houston football. Just Google Cody Stutes Houston football. He's in he's in Indianapolis this week. Says one person I spoke with. Said he wouldn't be surprised to see the Texans commit to the D-line in free agency. Um, also talked to one reporter about Steven Nelson. Said, quote, I don't think he's coming back. Talking mm. about his chances of coming back to the Texans. I'm uh, Cornerback has ascended up my list of concerns for the Houston Texans. Yeah, Seeing as Derek Stingley is the only one they have on the depth chart right now that is a capable NFL cornerback. Well, I mean, let's, let's think about what happened when Steven Nelson went out of the Cleveland game for a little bit at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It, it, that was when, you know, there was a gaffe at safety. So that, but, but you couldn't have a mess up at safety there because D'Angelo Ross was just not ready to do anything with Amari Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper, Cooper so, tore him up. Yeah. So the, the depth there at cornerback at that point in the year just wasn't good enough. So I don't, I, I, I'd be really surprised if Nick thinks that they should sign Steven Nelson before Steven Nelson tests free agency. I agree. I, I think he'd like to have him back, but man, they've already been through one episode where Steven Nelson was disgruntled because he thought he deserved a pay bump. So like, if you've already had an issue like that with a guy. There's just a really good chance that, all right, like you ever do business with somebody where you, you negotiate what you think is a good price and you just know, like, after the guy walks out of the room, you're going to get a call or something because yes. he second guesses himself. Yes, yes. 
that's the feel like it was Steven Nelson. Yeah. Like, all right, we're going to come to a deal with him, but then he sees and he'll see he'll see guys get something in free agency, right? And he'll start regretting whatever deal he signed. With the Nick's testing. like, my vest is going to be on social media yeah. by, by <laughs> I'm going to get called a clown. Yeah, you're going to put yeah. me on social media. Yeah. You're going to talk about me on your on your new podcast. No, I, I think it's a good point, Seth. You got to let the other 31 teams be the bad cop in this situation. Right? I learned that lesson from my cousin Tom. He was selling calf hutches, or he had some. Uh, he had some, some calf hutches that he needed to sell. Those are like little houses for calves. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was my Sorry. next question. I should, told, I should have explained that. They're like little forts for a calf. I know. I, I, yeah, now, yeah, now I know what they are. I just, yeah. um, but this one farmer who's a jackass called him up and you know, said like, hey, I knew you were going to try to get rid of those. Could you? I, don't, I can't remember what the price would have been. He's like, How, can, I, can I get them for 100 bucks a piece? And, uh, and my cousin Tom was like, yep, yep, that sounds good because he was in a hurry and hung up. And as soon as he hung up, he was like, ah, damn it. Like he just agreed to it too early because he knew this guy, <laughs> and like, and sure enough, like half an hour later, hey, hey, Tom, you know, I was thinking, I, you know, I forgot. That's just like, uh, can we actually do eighty dollars? Like that's that's Stephen Nelson. That's Stephen that, Nelson. And Stephen Nelson is a farmer, right? <laughs> hey, you know, you're right. He is a farmer. You know who else yeah. is? Cade Stover, the tight end we just played audio from from Ohio oh, State. He? Yeah, I, I tried. There was audio of him like Cade Stover <clears throat> on why working on a farm helped him become the player that he is. And, of course, all the audio had 10 other people talking underneath it because uh, it's the combine. But, yeah, he was uh, he apparently worked on a farm, and that's a, the reason why he's uh, you know such a good NFL prospect. To do some research into this. Yeah. I knew you would like that. And no, there's just so few, there's so few kids that do like hard physical labor anymore that it's uh, Kate, really, did Kate really Stover, sets you apart. Did he just yeah. move up your big board just based on that little nugget of information? I think he did a little bit, yeah. yeah. I could it's see like, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It's a, the, the nice thing about farm kids is they come into an NFL training camp and they will never, ever, ever think like, oh, this is so difficult. <laughs> it's always, Dude. it's never the hardest thing they've ever done. It's one yeah. of the best things my daughter ever did. She went and worked on a ranch in Montana after she graduated college. Yeah. To realize, like, wow, this is what hard work looks like, and I never <laughs> want to work on a ranch. <laughs> Go you back know? to college. She would right. text me. I'm like, what'd right. you do today? She's like, I put in a drainage system. Like, okay. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. Yeah. That's, uh, at least she got No, she the, liked it. it. No, she. Yeah. I'm projecting a little bit. Like, she, she really enjoyed it. She enjoyed being out there. Um, so here's a couple other things. These are interesting ones from Cody Stutes, who's at the Combine. You know what she would have been like? What? The, you ever see the movie The Power of the Dog? No. It's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is this guy who was like, he was, a, he was brilliant. He was a, like at Yale or Harvard or something, but he decided he wanted to be a cowboy out on his family's ranch. And he like intentionally had this like exterior of like he was the, you know, just a, the anti-intellectual, just really gruff and angry old rancher. Yeah. That's what Judy would have ended up being She'd like. She'd have been good at that, I think. She would have been compensating for her, you know, her... <laughs> Her fluffy academic no, she, upbringing. She yeah. can get gruff and angry. There'd be no faking it, I'm sure. Um, okay, a couple more here from Cody Stutes. I like this one. A media member about Tavondre Sweat, the 370-pound defensive lineman from Texas. He isn't that fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good strategy. Sometimes if you can trump up how fat you are, yeah. then you, you show up. People are kind of like, oh, yeah. all right. Well, I was expecting a blob. Like, yeah. It's like a Brad Pitt in Fight Club, basically. Right. Yeah. He survived the 40. <laughs> he made it to the end. <laughs> He's almost got abs. Um, he'd be perfect, one analyst said, about Darius Robinson and his potential fit with the Texans. Yeah, I... 
I'm skeptical of Darius Robinson. Um, I think he's like he's a great specimen, and you could see him being really versatile along the defensive line. Um, he's just he's Missouri so defensive very, end for those who don't know. Yeah, he's very raw as like a pass rusher for a guy who's a fifth year senior. He kind of just runs into people, um, and sometimes it works, and s- sometimes it doesn't. But I, I don't know. I've the, I, it might just be I've only watched him in a couple games, and one of them was Ohio State. Yeah. So maybe it, it's fair sometimes to say like, all right, well, if he's destroying the lesser offensive tackles, then uh, then there's something to work with there. But maybe he gets gummed up against the really good ones. Yep. All right, uh, Payne and Pendergast with you. A top of the hour, Nico Collins spoke about his contract situation. On the Airing It Out podcast, we will hear what Nico's saying. We'll play Nick Casario talking about Nico, and we'll see if we think this is headed somewhere in the next couple months for the Texans and Nico Collins. Is there a love connection between Nico Collins and the Texans? We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. We'll do some headlines coming up next. A lot of headlines to get to, um, and we'll do that coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast with today's headlines. All right, let's get to headlines here. We got a lot to get to. We'll talk about Nico Collins at the top of the hour. Nico talked on a podcast yesterday about his upcoming season. I, I get the sense Nico might be ready to just roll into next season and see where the market goes after that. We'll Ooh. see. We'll get to the top of the hour. We'll see. I'm, I'm curious what you think, too, Seth. We'll get to that at I 7. I say, take o'clock. that bag now, Nico. Yeah. Now. Don't Take give it. it away. Save it for seven, bro. We're going to talk Injuries about happen. It. You know that. Yeah, they do. Um, speaking of injuries, Laramie Tunsil, uh, he was playing hurt throughout the season this year. He was on the injury report literally every week with a knee injury, uh, would miss practice on Wednesdays, playing in pain. Um, well, he underwent knee surgery after the season was over. I'm looking at a report from Ian Rappaport. Says a clean, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, says a cleanup of an issue that arose this season when Tunsil spent some time on the injury report is what the surgery was. He will make a swift recovery. A swift recovery. Swift recovery, Seth. I, the thing is, though, with Laramie, uh, as as C.J. Stroud called him, I think the ultimate vet uh, that doesn't do anything more than he needs to do out of practice or anything, uh, we all, we'll have no way of gauging whether he's making a swift recovery or not. 
He's, That's a training uh, I'm, camp. I'm, I'll, I will predict zero snaps taken during, which is fine. What, you know, he's, he's getting to that age. Um, zero snaps taken in the spring, and then he'll ease into training camp like an old man easing into a cold tub. Yes, yeah. Health for the offensive line is a, uh, is a must next year against the teams the Texans are going to be playing. They take a big step up in weight class next year. So, Laramie Tunsil knee surgery, check. Uh, combine continuing. It'll continue for the next couple days. I think we get quarterbacks today at the media sessions. We get throwing sessions tomorrow, but none of the top three quarterbacks are going to throw because none of them are C.J. Stroud and want to compete. Man. Yeah. Well, Caleb Williams ain't doing anything. Caleb's not. He's not submitting to the physicals. He's is he doing gonna, the media. Is he, he's got. Is, is he doing media? Is he doing the the media? I don't session? know if he's going to do the media or not, but he's not doing. I, well, sorry, I was exaggerating, Sean, yeah. when I said he wasn't doing anything. He's not. He's not submitting his. Um, he's not going to do the physicals. Apparently, he's okay. just going to submit his medical reports at his team days or or what have you. Which honestly, I, I'm kind of torn on this one. There's a lot about the combine that's just stupid. It, like there's they're so inefficient. Like you have to go get the same physical six times by different little committees of doctors. Yeah. They put they go five or six team doctors to a group and they come in and they ask you questions and everything. It's all this stuff that ends up. There's so much like doing that and then sitting around and waiting for three hours and then doing something else. Yeah. So there's part of me that's like, yeah, Caleb, you tell him. But then there's another part of me that's like, okay, you're just you're better than everybody else, huh? You're just gonna be just gonna buck the trend like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm torn. Yeah, Torn. Oh, he's um, he's going to be the number one pick in the draft, so he's uh, it's his show. It's football. Conformity is a certain part of it. That's you true. Know? That is true. Yeah, there's a little bit of a <laughs> there's a little bit of buzz cut to it. You yeah, know? yeah. It's, uh, there is. <laughs> there is. Um, so uh, a lot of news on rules and potential rule changes and kind of ways the game is administered. Yesterday, um, first one I saw was we might see the end of the old chain gang, Seth. Um, the NFL tested optical tracking in two stadiums and the Super Bowl last season. Thank God, I thought for... you were going the. I thought you were going the inmates run the. Okay, no, 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 no. For you're gonna get your ass canceled for Sean. line to. No, no, no. For line to gain rulings. Okay. Um, you know, so what what people have been saying for years when there's a close play on a short yarded situation and the way that they administer it is for largely old men to run out and go put down the ball where they think the ball was and hey. that's gospel that no 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 that's not how it works they don't run no 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 the the official yeah. puts a little marker on one of the five yard lines okay and then they run out and then the official puts that little marker he puts a marker on the chain well, I'm, I'm and talking, they run out i'm okay. talking about the referee spotting the ball the you know the, the oh okay I got the, you. the referee because okay, because those chain All guys right. you're talking about would go away they, they basically yeah. the optical tracking would be able to tell the officials down to the inch where to put the ball down on the field yeah um so that so that would we, there would no we would no longer need um, need the chains anymore are you for this technological they'd still, advancement? They'd still be there as a backup. Okay. And uh, I'm guessing that I, there's going to be hiccups. I don't know. They tried it out a couple times last year. I'm for it. Yeah, if it makes it go faster. If there's more clarity in whether or not. Uh, I, in some ways, I wonder if it's, it's going to end up being worse because you're going to be able to tell where the ball is, but you still have to determine when the knee went down. Yeah. So it's not... I, I'm like it'll always be imperfect. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I worry that I, this is the kind of thing where I need it. Kind of like the electronic strike zone. I really need it to be perfect before they actually put it out there. Yeah. Because then it's just going to end up being more. It, it's going to be the first item on 
Sports Center more times than I can. Yeah, could, oh yeah, dude, know. it's going to decide an important game at some point. Um, this one I don't like. In an effort to protect quarterbacks, because this past season saw more starting quarterbacks around the league than ever, like more quarterbacks started a game in the yeah. NFL than any other season this year because there were so many injuries to frontline starting quarterbacks, is that there's been a proposal to essentially eliminate the tackle box when it comes to the the quarterbacks being allowed to throw the ball away. Right now, if they're outside the tackle box, as long as they throw it past the line of scrimmage, yeah. they can just get rid of the ball with, you know, and, and live to fight another day. There's a proposal that, hey, if the quarterbacks are under heat, they can just throw it away anytime they want to, even if they're in the pocket. I hate this. Is what this. I say. This yeah. is what I say. This is what I say. Instead of making I mean, that would be – I. I don't think I'll pass that because that would make it crazy. That would make it so ridiculously in favor of the offense. It would be too good. It would be too effective. Dude, it, 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 would, it would affect I, – I think it would affect roster building. I think it would affect, okay, do, do I really need to pay a defensive end $30 million now? Who's never going to get there? Who's, right. right who's the, never going to sack a guy? Right. Who can always – the quarterback can always just get rid of the ball as yeah. long as he's not going to throw an interception. I don't know. I don't think there's a chance in hell that that gets passed. Maybe they'll maybe they'll loosen the rules up a little bit to to decide what is and what is not a penalty. But I'd I'd be really surprised. Like as a defensive lineman, this would enrage me. Yeah. Except like I don't I don't feel like it's it'd be like that kid that's uh, saying he doesn't believe in space. Uh, it would enrage me if he were like actually on a school board or something. <laughs> but he's a or he's he was, a prospective football player. Or I don't he, give a damn. Or if you know? he were a trained astronomer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then I'd have to be like, all right, well, maybe I'll he knows hear him something. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, it doesn't look like the the. Um, I'm going to call it the brotherly shove. I hate the tush push. I hate that as a name. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like that's going anywhere. That's going to stick around, which I'm, well, I'm, I'm not all that hepped up about. I, I, you're, I not, you're not happy that it's not going anywhere? I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. It's, it's, it's not as effective as uh, – I think there's this perception that it's like, uh, effective 100% of the time. And I think when Philly does it, Jason Kelsey made a really good point that they were already damn near 100% before they started doing the tush push in Philly. Yeah. So I, I – the, the actual success rate of the tush push, or excuse me, the brotherly shove, yeah. compared to other QB sneaks around the league is actually lower than the traditional QB sneak. So okay. it's not as uh, indefensible, I think, as people were feared it would be when all we saw was the, the Philadelphia Eagles doing it. Well, it's funny when you bring up Kelsey. Like, reportedly, the offensive linemen hate it because they have to go, like, it's like going straight down to the ground. They're getting buried underneath defensive yeah. linemen. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's not fun to be an offensive lineman on that play, I suppose. Yeah, you know what? It's like you're getting uh, like you're getting shoved by the crowd behind you at a soccer match up right. against the gates or something. You know? Yep, yep. Um, Suns beat the Rockets last night, one ten to one hundred five. It is the sand is slowly ticking out of the hourglass for the Rockets here to make the play in. It's not been good lately. Um, the good news for the Rockets: one of the wins they got recently, one of the rare wins they got recently, will stand. The Knicks protest of the Rockets yeah. win. A few years ago. Thanks for wasting everybody's time, Knicks. All right? Um, the protest will... It failed. It did. The know, Rockets you know, win will stand. I'm glad that failed because every time I read an article about that or saw something tweeted about it, it was uh, a picture of angry Tom Thibodeau. 
which is one of the most unpleasant things to look at in, on Earth. Is, I, they, okay, and there's cow- a lot of it. There's yeah, a lot of angry my, Tom Thibodeau is, out there. Is there a picture of a happy Tom Thibodeau yeah. anywhere that you're aware of? I'm looking at one right now. Are you? I just, yeah, oh, yeah, God. there's a, a smiling one. But other than that, yeah, angry Tom Thibodeau, it's a, he's like a mythological beast or something. So thank God that's out of my life for at oh, least a little bit. you got that right. All right, those are your headlines for the, uh, for the day as we roll on here on a Friday. All right, Nico Collins, we heard Nick Casario speak proactively brought up Nico Collins' name in response to a question at the Combine earlier this week. So kind of gave a hint to what the Texans are thinking about Nico. What's Nico thinking about the Texans and his future with the team? You'll hear from him coming up next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 